see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello, hello. Hey, why are there two of me? I don't know. Huh. Did you... That is weird. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing that you're logged in somehow twice. Yeah, it was very weird because when I came in, I saw three participants. And I was like, oh, hell, who's in here with us? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to remove you. Remove. Okay. Let me see if... Okay, I'm... Are you there? Yeah, I got a thing saying you have been removed from this meeting by host. Yeah, but you're still in the meeting. It's yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, All righty then. Uh, I am so fucking tired. I I can only I imagine. <laughs> So you want to go ahead and start? It's you. It's all of you. Yeah. Welcome to another fantabulous episode of In the Stacks with Barry. And Latoya. Welcome to season 12, episode one. Yeah. I don't. I have not even looked at the agenda. Is there an agenda? No. I mean, there was one prepared, uh, or at least the outline is there, but I saw that neither one of us decided to fill it in for this week. So, well, you know, I, I can never find it. So until it's like in my recents, in my drive, I never know where it's at. Yeah, but it's always, always when it's time for the new one, it's I basically duplicate the old one and it's in your shared with me folder. Um, yeah, but you have no idea how much stuff is shared with me. Um, okay, well, that's all right. But, yeah, I figured you would have, you know, filled it with stuff. but uh, <laughs> No, actually, I did not. So um, I was just kind of waiting because there's i mean there's stuff i want to talk about but um i was well, just gonna go with it well now yesterday i gave you a call because we haven't really talked much recently right? no not since we've gone on break for two weeks we haven't spoken at all except for i guess once before maybe but i don't know i i, I think i texted you a couple of times you know little stupid things but mm -hmm. but yeah so i called you and you sounded like death not even warmed over <laughs> you sound yeah. like pure death i was um i've been kind of under the weather the past couple of days and it's not covid not to my knowledge i have been checking my my temperature which i should probably do that now um i have this thermometer directly no god no why <laughs> but i can do it um the one that the thermometer i have you can use it on your forehead or on your in your ear it's showing i'm 98.7 degrees so um anything you, anything that you can fit in your ear you can fit in your butt yeah but i no no um <laughs> any who so i'm kind of on the men today i did come into the office i did not come into the office at all yesterday and honestly it was weird because yesterday is the first day since july 24th that i did not play animal crossing did not even log on. Wow, you're still into that. 
yeah, we're still into that. <laughs> um, if it wasn't for me, it was like on, a passing thing, you know. No, we're still very much into it. I mean, you know, since July 24th, I have been, I've spent more time at my brother and sister-in-law's house than, um, I mean, than anywhere really outside of my own home. So, um, but because I've been feeling under the weather, we had my, my niece's birthday, she turned 11. So Beyonce turned 11 on, uh, I believe it was Monday. And so I went over, we had a little, uh, we had a birthday party um, that had myself, my brother, sister-in-law, my dad, my mom, my grandmother, my nephew, and myself, Kate, of course, is on the road. So we did a real person party. And then we also did an a, a in-game party that we surprised her with. So after we had, you know, like eaten dinner, mom made tacos for everyone. We all grabbed our switches and logged in and went onto her island because I'd bought like this, this custom set for her uh, for her birthday party in game. And so my brother had put, set it all up for her. And then all of our characters went to her Island and she had a birthday party in game and we gave her gifts in game as well. So, so cool and nerdy. Yes, I know. But yeah, I was, um, I was thinking, yeah. you know, that's like on the cusp of being like really cool and being like pitiful, whatever. It was awesome. <laughs> so we were at her real birthday party and playing in her virtual birthday party um it, it was fun i mean but at that point i started to really feel like i'm i was under the weather like you know how you feel sometimes when you're about to get a cold or something or the flu right. and so it's like mm, i probably shouldn't be around them much until I've shaken it. So I left their house by around 1030, which is early for me. Normally I've left as late as 3am. So, um, so yeah, I got home and I got in the bed and I played for like an hour and then I went to bed and then yesterday, well, Tuesday was my meeting day. And so I, I was in meetings from like 830 in the morning and didn't get out of the office until five six um at which point I was just like I I just I don't know I only played an hour that day too and then yesterday I was just like no I watched um American Greed because I had a couple of new episodes and then I was mostly sleeping um which was kind of cool I guess but today I came in the office granted it was more like 12 30 before I got in the office today but I've gotten a lot done in that time and so, so yeah, I mean, once we're done recording, I'm out of the office because my last meeting of the day, I moved up um, and was able to do that early. And yeah, I just want to get back in the bed. <laughs> mm. But I know that a lot has happened since we ended the series or season two weeks ago. Um, which has got me in the mind of considering a couple things, but tell our audience about the big news that happened. Well, the kids came back to school. Um, that so wasn't what I was talking about. That wasn't what you're talking about? That has to do with the show. Okay, the show's biggest fan. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have been very busy. Oh, my gosh. 
Okay, you, you tell and, and it. You, you prefaced it by making it sound like it's going to be something, you know, funny or whatever. How did I preface it? What part of that's my... The, that's the tone of voice you had. That was not the tone of voice. Your son has made it very clear that I just bring doom and gloom to the show, so I don't know how it was like this whole sunshine and rainbows. Anyway, wow. tell our audience. <laughs> God, now I hate to do this now. I mean, you know, it's... Okay. Yes, <laughs> um, I, a long-time fan of the show... And Our biggest fan. The show arguably. several times. Mm-hmm. Um, Allie Fox um, passed away. And um, how I discovered it was, um, you know, I had first met him at the library. Mm-hmm. And I think he had listened to the show a few times, introduced himself, and invited me and my uh, wife at the time to come to a meeting of the Macon Clones, which was uh, a Star Wars fan club that he had kind of helped start in Macon. Mm-hmm. Moved to a couple of meetings, and I saw that on their Facebook page, the Making Clones had mentioned that he had passed away. Um, apparently, he passed away in his sleep, and um, you know, I I knew that he had had a real tough time recently, uh, the last year or so, mm-hmm. and because um, he'd gone through yeah, a divorce. Yeah, he went through a divorce, and apparently, that was very painful for him. It caused him to kind of reevaluate a lot of things. I know he had uh, started up a whole new career as a stand-up comedian. And, um, you know, I I know he was going through a lot. Mm -hmm. A few times that we had talked, he uh, made it clear he was, you know, depressed. And uh, many of the things he had been posting and saying on Facebook made it clear, you know, that he wasn't in a good place. Um, So it's, it's a shame, you know, that we no longer have him right because i mean we had you had reached out to him recently and he had talked about coming back and doing the show and it was just i guess us just dragging our feet about coordinating it Uh, well no i'm gonna blame you because i think i told you to coordinate it and (laughs) i I i sent him a message and then um it was quite a while before he replied because Mm -hmm. he had been uh in facebook jail right i think he had made uh, a joke uh, about 9-11 and uh, people didn't take it well yeah that's it's still too soon <laughs> yeah so um you know when he did respond he said he would definitely like to be on the show and so yeah we just you know hadn't done it but um well it was really sad i mean you told me and i was really taken aback because i mean he's um closer to your age which is like you know super old but mm-hmm. um i think he was older than me actually he but he's still closer to your age than to mine that's true. So, I mean, it really took it. I, I, I just, it was a lot. Cause I mean, when you told me I flashed back to the last time I saw him at the library. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, he certainly looked very different from the picture that they used online, I guess, or that you had shared um, the obituary thing. And mm-hmm. it was just, it felt so surreal. Um then I was thinking about, you know, my God, we've like the fact that I've known you now next year will be 20 years. And I'm like, where the hell did all that time go? You know, I'm like, it's, it's still like to me, if you'd said, oh, I've I, I, I've known Barry for like a decade. OK, but 20 years. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I just so with all that stuff coupled with your son's voice being in my head talking about how totally depressing i am um (laughs) i was like you know well will season 12 be the last season 
you know, because I'm like, I don't know if this <laughs> if this show helps anyone. Um, I told Kay what I was thinking. He's like, you can't do that. He's like, you know, you have to have your berry time. Um, <laughs> I was like, but I have you, Kay. He's like, yeah, but no, no. <laughs> but, you know, he's like, because if you guys don't do the show, you're going to fall out of t contact again. And I'm like, I don't know if it's so much the show that would keep us connected. I mean, it helps, yes. But again, I was thinking about T'Challa and it's like, well, you know, he's made it clear that clearly I don't really add any comic value to to the show that I'm often <laughs> the most depressing. But that's and, not true. I mean, your your Bigfoot uh, <laughs> I think was a classic of the show. Uh huh. Okay. So, um, but I was really thinking about it. I was like, you know, our our oldest and biggest fan is now gone, and you know, I'm like, I don't know how many people really get anything out of listening to our show i haven't really looked at any stats recently well but yeah i was gonna ask you how many people are listening to the show? i mean i don't i don't think it's i don't think it's that many I, I, I um i'm looking now but the last time we've been an episode has been downloaded 11 times in the past seven days so i mean Huh? Well, and I mean, again, since we've been off for two weeks, um, the most recent it looks like um, is our, I think it was the last one. The, yeah, our last show, which was Skywalker, Ruin, Unicorn, STD. So, so yeah, I don't know. Wow. But I mean, it's yeah, it's not like we get like these huge <laughs> um, listeners or anything like that. But I mean, a few people listen to us. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I was I was seriously contemplating whether or not there would be a season after this one. I mean, I don't know if you still want to do another season or another whatever. But mm. well, I mean, I hadn't I hadn't considered ending the show. I, I didn't realize you were going to take the demise of Valley Fox that you know seriously. Well, I mean, it just made me think, um, you know, it just it was kind of one of those things where, you know, you have to stop and pause and because, yeah, our last show was only it was downloaded seven times. Mm. So I'm like, uh, well, OK. <laughs> and I mean, it's not that we're doing it for the listeners necessarily, um, but it is certainly nice to, <laughs> to have listeners. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, why don't why don't we say you know if there's anybody out there, anybody, <laughs> give us a sign, you know. Um, post on the Facebook page. Uh, we have an email address, right? Yeah, we do. You can email us. I think it's at info at blinthestacks.com. Yeah. So you can you can do that. Um, you know, I think uh, you know if you just like light candles and pray to you know dark gods uh, <laughs> that might contact us as well okay uh, yeah you know, i am the heathen of my family so so yeah, yeah i'm yeah so give us a sign let us know you're out there and that you would like us to continue or give us a sign that you're out there and you wish we would stop yeah there you go just just we'll a listen sign to of that too yes we'll listen to that we'll talk about it <laughs> yeah it'll probably give us reason to continue despite <laughs> 
Because we, this month so far, we've been downloaded in California four times. I'm like, I've always been curious about the California listener or listeners. Um, we've so gotten, it's like a consistent thing. In California. Yes, California consistently downloads our episode. Um, mm. Texas has done one download. And Louisiana, or sorry, Mississippi, one download. Uh, Georgia's had three for the month so far. And um, New York well, has done two. I assume is Gwen. Yes. Yes. Gwen actually said today she was listening. She was catching up on the show. So. Um, wow. She's not even up to date on the show. Well, she's had a lot going on. And Animal Crossing has been our entire life for the past month. So um, we have had no so space to need, do anything we else. We need to find a way to do the show within Animal Crossing. Yes. Yeah. Then everybody would be on. Well, you need to get a switch and get Animal Crossing so that when we t we can talk about our in-game life versus our real life. <laughs> well, uh, T'Challa has a switch. But I mean, it's, it doesn't stay there with you. No, no, and he doesn't. He doesn't play Animal Crossing. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's addicting. I I really enjoy it. So, or I did until I guess yesterday when I decided not to play it at all. Ever? But no, no, no. I just wasn't. I just really wasn't in the mood. I wasn't feeling well. I just didn't. You know, it was just one of those things where it's like, oh no, I don't want to have to do anything. So do you like? Do you have like an animal avatar, and you walk around? As like no, a, you're you're a person, but the pe the your villagers are all animal characters. So like mine, I have an octopus, and and you know they're people like, <laughs> um, an octopus and a, a penguin. Um, and they're like your slaves or something on a plantation? No, no, no. <laughs> Oh, they live on the island. Like they're the whole like there's a whole storyline apparently. We've been fast forwarding through stuff because we got a leg up very early on. My nephew, White Chocolate, was playing the game when we were when we had our vacation. And so his character had extra items that would make us starting the game it you know be a better or faster experience um so we've not only done that we've um i now have a what i call a chinese um distro um distributor who who um who then gives that i'll buy st like real money will buy stuff for in-game stuff and then share it with everybody in the group so it's it's been like this whole yeah it's um, or rather there are connect and I, I distribute <laughs> to, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's been, it's been interesting cause I had, I've spent a great deal of time over there, um, which has been cool. I mean, it's hilarious. You see us all huddled into the office and each of us in front of these large monitors playing the game and talking to each other and, and all that stuff. It's, it's been cool um i've just been like i said i started to feel under the weather and i was like yeah i can't i don't think it'd be fair to like try and or you know to get other people sick so um so yeah i slept yesterday and today i'm back in the office i did get some work done um i think enough for me to realize that i think that mentally i'm good in, i'm happiest if i'm only in the office for like four hours in the day and then i'm not because when I have to be in here longer, I, I have, like, zero interest at all. 
Hey, you know, I'd love to work for four hours a day. Well, I mean, so speaking about work, obviously part of the reason why we came back today is because you are now back at being a teacher, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah, the kids are back and um, they started back uh, yesterday. And so this semester I'm teaching two live face-to-face -face classes. Okay. One virtual class. Um, so my face-to-face -face classes are both American lit. So they're mostly juniors. Mm -hmm. um, and then my uh, virtual class is a ninth grade literature class. Um, my virtual class has 34 kids in it. Um, but my face-to-face -face classes, my first block had 15 in it yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's down to seven now. Um, it's not, Why, because of drop out or just because people yeah, are... They're swap, swapping over to virtual. Okay. Um, but now my fourth block has stayed you know, at 10. Well, I do think it's interesting considering all the stuff with the various like colleges and stuff in the U S that have decided to open. And then, you know, they all spread the virus and have to close or whatever. I'm curious to see how long the school system stays open with a in-person option. You know, I, my first thought has always been, you know, it's inevitable. We're going to go online, but there are only 300 kids currently face-to-face. -face. The other 900 and something are all virtual. Okay. Um, so with that few people there, I mean, for instance, when they go to lunch, every kid sits at their own table. Wow. They can't sit at the same table. So right. it has their own table. Um, and of course they have to wear their masks and all of that. Um, so far, um, the only confirmed case that I know of that I've been told of mm -hmm. Aldwin is actually one of my virtual students. <laughs> um, okay. His mom emailed me yesterday and said that he had been diagnosed with COVID-19 and was feeling really bad. And so it might affect, you know, his participation in the class. And, um, so yeah. Um, the kids who are in uh, school, quite a few of them, um, are very dismissive of the virus, you know, mm. they are wearing their masks. I haven't, I've only had one kid I've had to say, you know, you need to wear a mask, you know, and you put mm -hmm. it on. Um, they're not letting them in the building if they don't have a mask on, mm -hmm. take their temperatures in the morning. And we've got this little gizmo that when uh, we come in, um, it's like a, like a little computer screen. Mm hmm and it's got like the outline of a head and shoulders and you just kind of line up in, you know, in the little outline mm -hmm. pops up and says, you know, temperature within normal range, you know, and shows you your temperature. Cause like mine today, it was 97.3. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been going okay. Uh, we're most of the, the in-person stuff, we're actually still using the virtual programs called Edgenuity. Mm-hmm. We're like supplementing it and making it a little more, you know, face-to-face -face oriented. But we're doing that so that if we do have to go out, the in-person in people will be familiar with the online. Which person. is good. So like with the online software you guys are using, does it allow for you to basically teach class virtually? So just like a video conference kind of thing? Well, we're doing it in Google Meet. Okay. All right which has a number of laws that if you mm -hmm, it does 
aren't using it with teenagers, you might not necessarily have picked up on, but it does. Um, and, uh, you know, I have to record it every day, and I'm supposed to post it in my Google Classroom, but unfortunately, one of its glitches is um, that it's not, even though I'm the first one in the room, I own the room, I am the one who clicks record, at the end of it, it seems to randomly be owned by one of the students, which means that once it's finished processing, I can view it, but I can't download it, I can't share it, I can't rename it, I can't do anything because I'm not the owner of it. That makes no sense. Yesterday, I had to contact the student from yesterday and say, I need you to go in, look for this by this file name, and I need you to share it with me. Oh my gosh. The wrong thing with me, you know. But, and um, so then today, it was shared with a different student. Oh uh, my gosh. This is a common problem. If you search for it on the, the Google Meet forums, it's all over the place. And, and see, I've never been a huge, like, you know, I love Google. I've yeah. never been a huge fan of, well, I mean, I guess before it was Hangouts, whatever, but Google Meet. Um, just because I felt like they haven't been, they're not as robust as like Zoom and stuff. And yeah. I mean, as, as much as I love the integration with Google, you know, whether it be Google Calendar, or whatever else, the restrictions within it and the limitations of what you can and can't do is just enough for me to be like, you know what? No, we're just going to use Zoom. <laughs> so well, one of the problems is, this is interesting, I think, is that I am unable to stop someone else from sharing their screen. Yeah, and as the host, you're supposed to have, like, admin controls over all of that. Yeah, but no, no. Wow. So, yeah, so it's, knock on wood, nobody yet has shown any porn. But, um, <laughs> you know, because normally, I, you know, I'm the one, you know, showing my screen. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I checked. You know, we did, we've been running tests, and yeah. But that's a huge security issue. I mean, oh, yeah. massive. Yep. <laughs> so, wow. That it is. <laughs> and I mean, is it mandated that you guys and have to use Google me out of the room? Right. Yeah. Is it mandated that you guys have to use Google Meet? You can't yes. use the. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, some people are, are begging to be able to use Zoom, um, but it hasn't been approved at the higher level. Well, I mean, I think maybe part of the reason why it hasn't been approved is because you guys would have to have a paid account. And right. I mean, and you know, you can do stuff with a free, I have not upgraded my business one to, to a paid account yet, but yeah. you know, you've got, the main thing is that 40 minute limitation and you know, boom, everybody's out. So well, um, if, if it's just you and your friends and you want to just hop on and talk for a few minutes and stuff, Google Meet's really easy. And yeah, simple. yeah, absolutely. You know, it, but it's just when it comes to using it for any kind of professional purpose it starts to fall apart. Which is hilarious considering um, yeah. why people would generally have to use that anyway. So, but, all right, so you're down to seven people in one class and yeah. you have 10 in another. Um, how's it been going otherwise? I mean, when you said that there are people who are still kind of like, oh, the whole COVID thing, I'm like, it reminds me of the conversation we had about people who believe the earth is flat. And <laughs> it's like, do you really have to see certain things or experience it personally to agree that yeah. it is real i mean it's almost like the whole and i guess this is kind of a big leap but for people who don't believe the holocaust happened 
It's like, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's like, does it have to happen in front of your face to, to accept that something is real? Um, well, you know, with, in terms of adults, I know a lot of them, they believe it's some sort of, you know, it's a conspiracy. It's, oh a it's designed to influence them to do different things, right? Yeah, you know? but the entire world would be in agreement over something. We can't even agree as a country but yeah. we'd expect the entire world to be in on that one conspiracy. Yeah. And you know, when, um, when I bring up that kind of stuff with people online, um, <laughs> that's your big mistake doing it, but you know, okay. they, they do not address that. Mm -hmm. you know. Well, you so. did see, I have gone on social media hiatus. I did post it on Facebook and I've yeah. not been on Facebook since. Um, I was I mean, going to, really it's kind of hard to tell when you're on high. Well, that's true. But I mean, you know, I was like, I wanted to make it perfectly clear that I am on hiatus. So if there's any expectations, just don't have any. Because <laughs> 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 I'm not paying attention to Facebook. Um, right, right. I, I just, I'm like, yeah, it's just so much, especially given the political climate right now. Uh, speaking of which, I guess it must have been Monday then when I was coming home from um, Miles and Gwen's house. I have I listen to NPR when I'm in the um on the road. It just you know I mean I don't drive very far, but you know I'll be listening to NPR when I am in the car. And so I just happened to they were covering the DNC on Monday, mm -hmm. and so I you know I was listening to the commentary. And as I was pulling into the garage, then we're like, oh, Bernie Sanders is going to speak. So I, you know, closed the garage door and, you know, turned off the engine, closed the garage door and I sat in the car to listen Glad to you turned off the engine. Yes, yes. Because, you know, it was like, you know, I want to hear Bernie speak. Um, so I listened to him, thought, you know, his, his speech was really good. And then they were like, oh, you know, Michelle Obama is next. So there was enough time since there was commentary after Bernie for me to get into the, my room and, you know, call out for my co-spot to play WABE. Um, and I was able to listen to her speech. I was like, yes, Michelle, <laughs> you preach it, Michelle. Um, I don't usually get caught up in the DNC stuff. I, you know, I, I just don't. Um, yeah. But I... I'm glad I tuned in and got to hear, hear Bernie and Michelle speak. Michelle was not mincing words or anything, made it very clear that we do not have an appropriate president. Um, they, did you get to listen to any of the speeches or any of that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, I did listen to um, Michelle's. I haven't heard um, Brock's yet, which I know he gave his last night. Mary yeah, yeah. That huh? was amazing, but I have not heard his yet. Okay. Um, yeah, I've, I've not heard his either. Do you know that since speaking of Zoom and the free account, because you had joined in <laughs> with a, like it had logged you in twice, the, the timer just popped up and said, running out of time? <laughs> this is your 10-minute reminder. Um, because, yeah, it counted that third login as a third person having joined. So oh. it says we have 10 minutes. But oh, so um, we, we gotta rush this stuff. <laughs> you have stuff to talk about. You have more stuff. Um, but anyway, you're saying you you haven't heard Barack's speech. Uh, you did hear Michelle's. Um, yeah. What did you think of hers? I thought it was great. I, I love her. Mm -hmm. um, I you know, you remember Diane Williams? Yes. 
she posted a thing the other night about um, a picture of, uh, of, you know, Michelle and basically talking about how she was an embarrassment to the country. How and, the hell was she an embarrassment? You know, and I, replied, I, said, I said, I don't, I don't understand why you've always disliked her. I said, she's so intelligent and so classy and she is a great representative of the United States. Mm -hmm. And of course her reply was, is she really? And I said, yes. I mean, she's just, she seems like a genuinely good human being. I love that she makes it personal without talking down to you or dumbing stuff down. I mean, I love that she talked about how, you know, look, I'm not political. I don't like politics, but this is yeah. important. You know, and I'm like, when she says that stuff, you believe it, you, you're inspired by her. So the fact that people are like, oh, I don't like her or whatever, I'm, I'm just like, okay, well, I don't like you. <laughs> it's just the same way with Barack. Even if you don't like his politics or disagree with him, whatever, how can you not get a sense that he is a decent person? Yes, exactly. He is an intelligent, fair person. And, um, and so when people tell me that they just hate him and that he's the worst person ever and all this stuff, I just, I wonder what's going on because you can't be judging him simply based upon his actions and his words. Well, that and the fact that I'm like, almost anyone literally would be better at president than our current president. Yes. So I'm like, I don't, you know, and again, I know part of it is the whole party lines thing, which for me, I don't care about the party lines, but yeah. I just, I, I, yeah, I thought her speech was inspiring. I actually felt compelled to like, cause I, I was telling my mom, reminding her not to go vote this time, but was telling her that, oh yeah, I need to double check to see if I can early vote because I've, I've never voted early in Georgia. I mean, you know, you just go when it's time to go vote. Um, right. But, you know, I'm like, I do want to be able to make sure that I get to vote because um, for all I know, you know, when it comes time, maybe my polling place is one of the ones they might close or there might be issues. And right. so um, I'm really, I mean, probably tomorrow we'll be looking in to see if I can get around to getting my vote in early. Um, but, but yeah, I thought it was an inspiring speech. Um, the commentators were talking about how, you know, there was a lot of doom and gloom, but they're like, you know, but that is what it is. You know, she made it very clear that, you know, if we continue the, down the path we're going, it's, you know, we're screwed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've heard people say that it's been doom and gloom, you know, a lot, but I, I don't get the feeling from what I've seen that it's to me, there's a difference difference between saying, man, things really suck now mm -hmm. and saying, and being doom and gloom about the future. Right. And I think that they are speaking positively about the future. Um, I think so too. I think they're making it very clear that we have to be, <laughs> we cannot do what we did in 2016. I mean, she made it clear I, I can't remember if it was her or Bernie who was like, look, you know, when it's time to come vote, you know, please vote for Biden. Don't be like, oh, well, you know, I'm not going to vote or whatever. It just, I'm like, yeah. And I'm glad that Bernie made it very clear to his base that his intention, what he wants them to do is for them to vote for Biden. Um, right. So, you know, I'm trying to stay out of the politics as much as possible. Um, it's going to get harder and harder to do that. Well, not so much. I mean, you know, I can, I'm not 
paying attention to much in the news. I don't get in my car very often. So NPR, you know, may or may not be talking about politics when I get in the car. Um, and I'm certainly not watching it on TV. Um, I do get a little mini update about it. You know, in the mornings, my alarm goes off and my spot goes through the news and stuff. So I'll hear something about politics, but I don't actively look for anything political at this point. Yeah. So, so we have four minutes. Um, <laughs> and I will say as far as entertainment news, I have only been watching TV for the past two days. <laughs> so wow, okay. it is, yeah, I mean, that, since we've been off the air, all I've been doing is playing Animal Crossing. We've not had any time to watch TV. So, um, wow. I did watch, I did get around to watching, um, what was it's a documentary that has like Bodie Miller and it's narrated by Michael Phelps it has Sean White. And I think it's like the weight of gold. Um, it's, okay. it's, it was an HBO one that they put out, I think a couple weeks ago. And I was like, Oh yeah, I need to you know find it. So it was really good. It's only an hour and it talks about it. It really deep, uh, deep dives into mental health issues for uh -huh. Olympians um, kind of, you know, the, what happens that, you know, you have all the support system for you physically and stuff, but emotionally, mentally, they don't have that. And for a lot of them, the post Olympics period is inc just incredibly hard, you know? And, um, anyway, I, I thought it was really cool. If you're, if you like, cause you had suggested that I read, uh, watched athlete a, I think, and I did watch it yeah um if you're if you're interested that one's a good one to watch it is on hbo though so um anyway yeah um, yeah outside of that i have not watched anything else uh yeah i haven't been watching much new really um i haven't watched that um jamie fox movie everybody's talking about on netflix yet oh they're talking about a jamie fox movie on netflix yeah it's project power um i haven't seen it yet Mm -hmm. um, I've been watching a lot of old um, Glee episodes. Mm -hmm. um, I rewatched the first season of American Horror Story. <laughs> um, you know, just different things like that. You've been doing much reading since we. Yeah, I read a um, an autobiography written by Paul Stanley um, of Kiss. Okay. Because um, you're still kind of in that whole Kiss phase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm listening to uh, a KISS podcast. Um, uh, I love it loud. What it's called. <laughs> um, I'm still listening to the Robbie Williams podcast. I doubt you are. You're probably like five episodes behind. Probably, if not more, yes. But, um, but yeah, I just finished the Paul Stanley book. I read it very slowly. It took me about two, two and a half weeks. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, I just started a book called um, Ice Station by Matt Riley. Um, I've never read the author. It was recommended to me um, a couple of chapters in, but those chapters have been awesome so far. I'm like, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, man, I want to see this as a movie. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, we have less than a minute, so I'm going to go ahead and say, I guess, until our next episode. All right. Uh, see you later, motherfuckers. Bye. Bye. Uh,